You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways, shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. It's Friday, January 22nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. President Joe Biden has a singular focus in his first few days in office to get the coronavirus pandemic under control. He has signed 10 executive orders aimed at accelerating the rollout of vaccines by using the Defense Production Act, supporting state and local governments to help with their responses, mandating mask wearing, and restoring faith in the government. Will Fewer health and science reporter at CNBC, joins us for the Biden COVID plan. Thanks for joining us, Will. Thanks for having me. President Joe Biden is getting right into action when it comes to coronavirus. In his first full day, he signed 10 executive orders related to the COVID pandemic. He's pledged to get out 100 million doses of vaccine in his first 100 days. He wants to use the Defense Production Act to ramp up production of whatever we need, vaccine materials or uh, PPE, things like that. Will, tell us a little bit about these executive orders that President Biden has signed. So like you mentioned, it's 10 total. Some of the highlights here are he's establishing a federal panel to introduce more COVID-19 diagnostic tests to the market. And he really wants to ramp up COVID-19 testing that's available. Uh, He's putting in place some more restrictions like requiring masks in airports, trains, inner city buses, and really all modes of transportation directing agencies, like you said, to bolster the supply chain through the use of the Defense Production Act, uh, which is a wartime measure that you know the president can use to compel U.S. companies to prioritize manufacturing that is deemed crucial to security. He's also introducing the COVID-19 Health Equity Task Force, which is just a real signal that he's going to emphasize equity here. And that really, uh, we're still working through the details of exactly what these things are going to do. He just put out the full 200-page plan about an hour ago. So still working through the details, but obviously the message there is that panel is going to be responsible for making sure that resources are allocated based on which communities have been impacted the most by the pandemic. Now, some of the reporting that we had been seeing was that the administration came in and there was really no coronavirus vaccine distribution plan from the Trump administration. So in a lot of respects, they're going to have to start from scratch. Obviously, from the Trump administration, we had Operation Warp Speed, which in a sense was a huge success. We got two vaccines out of that. But the distribution and all that stuff really stopped when it was sent out to the states. From there, the states 
how to do a lot of their own planning and distribution from that. So one of these other executive orders that the president signed had to do a lot with state and local support and really helping kind of guide Mm -hmm. them into distributing the vaccines. So that was probably really the biggest departure here that we're seeing from what was being done under the Trump administration. There were reports today, you know, about how the Biden administration was really starting from scratch. I don't know how fair that is. Dr. Tony Fauci was out today at the White House press briefing saying that obviously they're not starting completely from scratch. Right. Uh, we have administered about 16 million doses. So there is something in place. But today, you know, when I spoke with local health officials across the country, certainly the level of support they're now seeing and the guidance that they expect to get from the federal government on how to administer doses, on what kind of allocations they're getting, on what to tell their people and their hospitals and pharmacies, Clearly, there's a stepped up level of involvement from the federal government here that has been absent throughout not just the vaccine distribution and rollout, but throughout all realms of the pandemic under the Trump administration. We had been hearing a lot of that from state and local officials, even as far back as when it came to testing. You know, we need more guidance and more help from the federal government, and they just weren't seeing it. But one of the other things, too, is, you know, we've heard a lot about these mask mandates and whatnot. We heard a little bit about it on day one of the Biden presidency, too. But he did sign an executive order asking uh, or requiring people to wear masks on federal property. But also when it comes to transportation, too, he wants people to wear masks pretty much all the time. So it's not clear exactly which modes of transportation this is going to apply to. He said many. I believe the wording in the order was actually many trains, buses, aircrafts and inner city buses. But I think it's safe to assume that's going to be most modes of public transportation. So he is requiring people to wear masks and practice social distancing in those kinds of environments. And for international travel, really notably, the CDC has been pushing for this for a long time, that he is now requiring incoming travelers to test negative for COVID-19 or to self-quarantine and self-isolate upon arrival in the U.S. And a lot of other countries and, and states were even, you know, had those kind of rules as well. So good one there. Reopening schools and businesses. Obviously, Mm. schools has been such a huge component of all of this. We saw schools open and shut down almost immediately in a lot of cases. Some schools remained open the entire time, but this is a key priority for the Biden administration also. They really emphasize that as they're rolling out the vaccine, as they're encouraging people to follow public health precautions, they are working actively to reopen schools, reopen businesses, and reopen travel as well, but only to do so safely. And so one really interesting thing they're doing here is they are requiring the Department of Health and Human Services to collect data on school reopenings and to really figure out what we know and what we don't know about the role that schools play in spreading COVID-19 in communities. And that's interesting because that's something that hasn't been done so far in the U.S. and really has, has only been done in a very limited fashion in other countries as well. So we still don't really know how much of the virus spreads in schools and how much of that virus is brought from schools then out back into the community and vice versa. So it'll be interesting to see what we get from these studies. And again, kind of just the overarching guidance really for schools, businesses, states, as we mentioned, local communities on how to kind of approach some of the stuff, something that we hadn't seen before. So there's a lot of stuff in there, obviously things about uh, new treatments, testing, as you mentioned, but we're also seeing that, you know, President Biden is already getting a little bit of pushback on his COVID relief plan. It clocks in at, uh, I think, $1.9 trillion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's already some Republicans opposing to it, saying, is there really need for another bill? We just passed one. For the Biden administration, they're saying, you know, hell yes, we need a lot more, including more direct payments to Americans. So this is kind of, you know, the fight that's setting up. The margins are very narrow in the House and the Senate. 
the money is, it's a lot of money. And like always, you know, someone has to pay for it. So it, he's asking for the COVID relief bill right now, I think stands at $1.9 trillion. Whether he gets that through, it looks unlikely, I think, at this moment. And I do think that, you know, he's setting himself up to have some negotiating room here. One thing, for example, I know my colleagues today, Tom Frank and Jacob Framick uh, at CNBC, they reported today that potentially he's using uh, that initial plan includes $2,000 direct payments to Americans. And there's nothing that's really tying him to $2,000. And in fact, it was former President Donald Trump who actually pushed for that $2,000 direct payment. So that could potentially be one lever to pull in the negotiations with the Republicans saying, well, do we really need $2,000 here? That's one way to bring the $1.9 trillion figure down. Right. Well, a lot of stuff to go through. Hopefully we do get some effective plans pushed through and, and we'll see what happens with all of it. Will Fewer, health and science reporter at CNBC. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much, Oscar. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reuse hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.